welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. Or for those new tuning in, we thank you for joining us. This is Donna and Daryl Barber, and we are your host on this Wednesday, October the 19th. And before we jump into the Word today, I wanted to give you a little bit of announcement on November the 4th, 5th, and 6th at Rocky Top Worship Center. They're having their annual ladies uh, conference that weekend, and I will be ministering on that Sunday on November the 6th. I think their service is at 10.30 a.m. I'll just have to check and see. But we would love for you to come and be with us in the beautiful mountains in Rocky Top, Tennessee. It is a gorgeous place to be. Yeah, I'm excited to get back into the Word today. You know, we're talking about faith, and we were so stirred up. We couldn't hardly stop yesterday <laughs> on the podcast, but we are going to jump into some things uh, because at the end of that, Donna got to bring it out about uh, David getting his provision to take care of the problem that was there from the brook. From the brook. Yes, uh, he, he, had- didn't, he didn't come to the fight with the provision. That's what really caught me. You know, you brought out that he brought the— he brought the sling, but he didn't have the stones. He got those right when he got to where what you call Dad when his problem. He looked at him like a prize. That's right. You're going down. That's right. So today I want to take a minute because she stirred me when she said that. The Lord had given me a message years ago that I'd preached that uh, made me think of this. But, you know, when he got in that brook, he didn't just get one stone out of that brook. No, he got five he got stones five. because Goliath, you'll find out mm-hmm. later, had four other brothers. He just needed one for today. That's right. <laughs> but he had the others that were there. And you'll find out in Scripture that some of David's kinfolk are some of the other ones that took out some of these other giants. But one of the things about that that the Lord had shown me years ago is David got those stones from the brook. They were in the water. They in the water. And this is yes. the thing about that is that, you know, the Scripture tells us in Peter that we're lively stones Every one of us are. And, you know, the brook represents, or the stream, or whatever you want to say it, there's all kinds of camps or streams of believers and things like that. Sadly, they don't all flow together. No, they don't. But the thing about Mm -hmm. it, if you get in the stream with other believers and those that don't believe like you and those, you know, to anoint, if you look up to anoint, it means to rub the wrong way. And sometimes we have that taking place. And once you get in the stream with other people, How many of you know that water running causes those stones to bump together? Yes. And that bumping together process is needy because that's what makes it a smooth stone. It takes off all the rough edges and all the areas to where that would be able to be usable to be in David's hand to use that against the giant. It becomes a weapon. Yes, it does every single time. But, you know, I was when you were just sharing that about being in the the stones being in the the brook, being in the water, you know, that's where we've got to learn that if we get into the Word, you know, that's a representation of the Word. If we get into the Word, we're going to find and be able to pull out of the Word everything we need for every situation we face. You know, we've said so many times that the Word of God is like an instruction manual. In other words, this is the book of life. This is how this is how to over, have a how to live an overcoming life. You're going to find it in the Word. But you know, it's so funny. Sometimes a lot of people will say, "Well, in this new covenant, you're, you're never going to face anything. If if you're really walking in faith, you're never going to face anything." I don't know what life they're living. No, <laughs> but I don't. That didn't even you know make any sense to me. Jesus 
lived an overcoming life to show us how to live an overcoming life. And I brought out one time talking about we're always looking for a word, you know, when we should be looking for the word. Right. The word is Jesus. John tells us in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. That's right. So, you know, in that we need to be willing to get in the stream. You know, some of us are sitting on the sidelines. You know, we're not we're not running with the message like it told us in Hebrews chapter 12. A lot of us are on the sidelines because we're afraid to get in the stream. And listen, if you just hang out with people that think the same way you do, uh, you're not going to be uh, growing a lot in that. You know, it's not just your stream. We all have a part yes, in what God is bringing through his church. And, and Lord, we have more flavors than Baskin Robbins as far as the church <laughs> is true. going, as far as belief systems and different things like that. But we grow uh, sometimes when we're bumping into one another. And those things that, you know, sound different to you or uh, you don't agree with or whatever, uh, when you're bumping up against each other like that, those are the things that smooth you out and make you usable for God. But aren't you glad you don't believe exactly the way you did even 5, 10, or 15 years ago? Absolutely. Because how, look how much we've grown in our faith toward the Lord and the things of God because we didn't, uh, because we didn't stop in our faith. Well, we're continually changing. Absolutely. When, when we, we should be continually If we changing. don't change, when we stop changing is when we're dead. <laughs> you know, I mean, even in our natural bodies, I can't remember exactly, but even like your cells are renewed like every 21 days or something like something that. Something like you know? that, yes. Uh, so everything, you're continually going and change. So it don't need to be any different in your walk with God. We're continually growing. He gives us revelation. He connects the dots. There and we, we go. see things in a greater way. And then, you know, it's like, it's like building stones. You know, one one thing you see this, and and this thing ties into this, and you, you start really understanding, getting a greater understanding of the Word of God and the things of God, and that continues to build your faith. You think about something else about David that you know, as we're I know we'll probably finish this this one on David. We got several other heroes of faith we want to look into, but something about David that also, and we I think we did touch on it a while back. But, you know, we think about even the point where when the day that he was anointed. Now, listen, the day that he was anointed for his future, the people that were present with him couldn't see it. No, absolutely. His father, he was his so, own father he was so insignificant that his father didn't even call him in when Jesse went down to the house. Yes. So you're, you're thinking about this. They didn't even see the faith or the ability, or the the future that was in this young man. And so, you know, my thing is, is just to encourage people, it doesn't really matter if other people can see what God has, is doing in you. What matters is, is that you follow on in your faith, in your walk with the Lord, and as He progresses you, other people will come alongside of you to help you to do what God has planned for you to do. So don't worry about who's not there. Focus on who is there. That's right. And I want to end this today with this punchline. You know, Paul Harvey said this is the rest of the story, right? <laughs> now you've heard the rest of David the David didn't see the giant as a problem. No. He saw it as a prize. And I'm telling you, when he put that smooth stone into that sling, I believe when he let that thing go, it wouldn't have mattered if he was 15 
feet wide to the right, that that stone was going to come directly to the forehead of that giant and take him out because God was directing that stone. You know, we work together with the Lord. Yes. And when we walk in faith, his anointing is upon us to be able to do things that are beyond our abilities to do. And he might have been great with that sling, but I'm telling you, I know he was dependent upon God for it to take place. And that giant went down like a tree timber, <laughs> just just like David said he was. He was going to take him and feed his carcass to the fowls of the air. Amen and amen. So we hope you have gotten a little bit of something out of our story of David. Tune back in with us tomorrow. We'll go on to another hero of faith. Have a great day, everybody.